From Clocker Valley in County Tyrone we present Let the Bible Speak It's good to have you join us as Gospel Minister the Rev. Peter McIntyre is here to let the Bible speak and preach Christ in all his fullness. Wishing you and your family a very happy Christmas. It is a delight for me to be able to be in your home through the radio to talk to you about the things of God and to play some Christmas music. It's Christmas Day. I hope that you will enjoy the blessings that this day brings. Today I want to share a couple of short Christmas readings, also some Christmas music. And for the Christmas music I'm going to play a medley that the Clocker Valley singers in our congregation sang at our carol service last Sunday night. And I know that you will enjoy it. Please stay tuned for the next 15 minutes. Enjoy this day. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Luke 2 verses 1 to 7. The nativity story has been regulated into the realm of romantic fairy tales, where the true meaning has been lost because of man's inability to accept the truth. There is nothing charming about a young woman forced to give birth in a stable. Being surrounded by the smell of animals was no environment to bring a baby into the world. A manger more used to the munching of the ox or the donkey was no place to lay one's newly born son. Even less charming were the circumstances that drove Mary and Joseph to this most unattractive labour ward, which was the first nursery for the child Jesus. Not one proprietor in Bethlehem could find a place in their accommodation or in their hearts for a heavenly pregnant young woman who was exhausted after a prolonged journey. Desperation brought about by the heartless cruelty of others brought Mary and Joseph to the stable, which would echo with the sounds of the baby's first cries. It is this lack of charm that makes the story of Jesus' birth so real and vivid. We see human nature at its worst in terms of heartless selfishness. We don't believe fairy tales because they are glossy caricatures, transforming us and taking us out of reality. But this is no glossy caricature. This great moment in history is marred by those who had no room for the Saviour. The same human reaction continues to be played out today. Christmas is celebrated, the shops are thronging, the tills are ringing, the presents are wrapped, the delivery vans are travelling, the trees are erected, the lights are flashing, the turkeys are cooked, the families are reunited, the carols are sung, but Christ receives barely a mention. Tradition has taken over. The fairy tale is more preferable to reality because the reality is but a reflection of our own selfish, cruel hearts. No room in the inn. You have time for many people and events this Christmas. But have you time for Jesus Christ? Have you room in your heart for him? (laughs) 
and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, which is Christ the Lord. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, as it was told unto them. Luke chapter 2 verses 8 to 20. The shepherds had a heart and a spirit that the more sophisticated town dwellers of Bethlehem did not have. Where those preoccupied with making money left Jesus out of their thinking, the shepherds hastily abandoned their midnight watch, fixing their priorities on something infinitely greater, the holy child of Bethlehem. There is a tradition among the Jews that these shepherds who worked in the hills close to Bethlehem kept sheep that were designated for sacrifice in Jerusalem. A colleague this week shared something with me that he had gleaned from personal study, which ties in with this Jewish tradition and perhaps explains why the babe in the manger was such an important sign, that the sacrificial lamb was kept close by the shepherds in a stone manger. If these observations are correct, then the words of the angel to the shepherds were so significant that these men would have instantly appreciated the meaning. And this shall be a sign unto you, ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And it is highly likely that the manger that the Lord lay in was in itself a stone manger because there were very few wooden mangers in Israel. They left their flocks designated for sacrifice. They left the sacrificial lambs. They watched so carefully to worship the one lamb who would bear away the sin of the world. He too was lying in a manger designated for sacrifice. The beginning of a journey that would lead him to the cross on Calvary's hill. These men, however, who laboured in this practical yet deeply spiritual work of preparing lambs for the slaughter, sensed the significance of this moment. Peace to all men. The Christ had come. It is no wonder that night was so happy. They could not contain themselves. And whoever heard the description of that evening were amazed at the report. The angels, the choir, the light, the good tidings, the, the child in the manger. Whatever happened to these shepherds in the years following that momentous night, presumably there were young men among them who lived to see the public ministry of the Messiah 30 years later, as they heard the news of the multitude fed with a little boy's lunch, of cripples walking, of blind eyes seeing, of legion being set free, of Jairus' little daughter being raised from her cold bed of death, did they know that this was the work of the child of Bethlehem? As they heard of his crucifixion, did they weep, remembering that evening when they first saw the child in his virgin mother's arms? The peace and calm so utterly different 
from the venomous mob which surrounded him at Calvary. Mary's smiles replaced by her wails. When they heard of the resurrection, did they remember the triumph of that midnight hour? Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, good will to all men. The then apparently helpless babe rose as Lord of all, defeating death and bringing light to a darkened world. Whatever the shepherds knew and witnessed in subsequent years, they never forgot that evening which shaped the destiny of mankind. They talked about it until their dying day, the light, the angelic choir, the message of hope, the simple child in the Bethlehem stable. The Christ was born. The light had begun to shine. You've been listening to Let the Bible Speak. If we can be of any further spiritual help, or if you would like to receive some free gospel literature, we invite you to write to us. Our mailing address is Let the Bible Speak, Rev. Peter McIntyre, 13 Willand Crescent, 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone, BT75OQL. That's Let the Bible Speak, Rev. Peter McIntyre, 13 Willand Crescent, 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone, BT75OQL. You may hear Mr. McIntyre preach each Lord's Day here in Clocker Valley Free Presbyterian Church at 11.30 a.m. and 7 p.m. For further information, you may phone us at 028-8952-1611. 028-8952-1611. We assure you of a very warm welcome at all the services and look forward to having you visit with us. Thank you for listening today. May the Lord richly bless you, and don't forget to tune in on this same station at the same time next week, when once again we turn to the Scriptures and let the Bible speak. <laughs>